Welcome to We Gotta Talk, a live weekly talk show and podcast where we like to dig deep. From health to relationships to alternative lifestyles and more, the one thing you will always get is a deep dive. I'm Sunny, a 15-year veteran of TV news, freelance writer, blogger, mom of three, and wife. But most of all, I'm just a die-hard oversharer, someone who's genuinely curious about, well, everything around me. And I can't wait for you to join in on these conversations that I promise will impact, inspire, and entertain you. Now, let's talk. All right, guys, this episode of We Gotta Talk is brought to you by one of our amazing sponsors, Romer Skincare, simple, clean skincare that does more with less. All right, you guys know I am all about simplifying my life lately. In fact, we did a whole week on living with less earlier this year, and Romer is all about that simple but effective life. Their products are formulated without any nasty ingredients, no parabens, no phthalates, no sulfates or formaldehydes, and they're packed with good ingredients that nurture your skin, like Manuka honey in their cleanser, hyaluronic acid and shea butter in their moisturizer, and CBD and squalane in their treat mask, which has become my MVP product as of late, especially after we just took a recent trip to Colorado. My skin it's totally fortified. It freaked out. So I dragged the treat mask along with me and it was a skin savior in the dry, cold climate in Colorado. So these products are great. They keep your skincare streamlined and, and really effective. And you know, I don't get behind a product guys unless I actually sample it. So two quick things you should try if you're doing the line. The cleanser is amazing. It's got this gorgeous kind of amber hue to it. It's formulated with Manuka honey, which is very, very nurturing and gentle on your skin, but you still get a good lather. And like I said, the treat mask, which I have right here, kind of think of it as like a thick loaded moisturizer. So you can use this as a mask, as it's called, kind of use it and wipe it off. I like to leave it on overnight. I put my treatments on my skin at nighttime, let them soak in. And then I put this layer on top for some extra moisture. I'm really excited. Romer Skincare is actually offering 15% off for all of our listeners and readers on the blog. So make sure you go to their website, romerskincare.com and use the promo code we got to talk 15 for 15% off your order. That's Romer, R-O-M-E-R, skincare.com, and use the promo code we got to talk 15 for 15%. Try the cleanser, try the mask. I promise you will not be disappointed. All right, guys, I'm really excited about today's episode. So this week on We Gotta Talk, we have been diving into the topic of kids and gender. It's a really interesting topic, not only because of the sort of societal constrictions that um, we have come to think of when it comes to sex and gender and kind of blasting through those. This generation in particular is telling us a whole new lesson, teaching us a whole new lesson on what sex and gender really are. But today's episode is kind of cool because it's completely visual. So if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you go on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash we got to talk. We have a fashion show with a blended fashion line. So talk about busting through stereotypes. We are interviewing Elizabeth Bruner, who is a San Francisco based designer, and she is the founder of stereotypes. So this is blended fashion. This is, um, freedom of expression, clothing, the coolest kids clothes I'm serious that you have ever seen. So we're going to chat with Rachel first, but we're going to bring Elizabeth on in a few minutes for a virtual fashion show. And I promise you, you are going to want to buy these clothes yourself. Rachel, I may ask Elizabeth if she has a um, an adult line in the works because the tees, Seriously. the jacket giving me life. 
Amazing. I, know. I totally you know, I, agree. I was thinking about this as I wear my t-shirt today. Um, speaking of gender and sex stereotypes and things, we worked in TV news forever together. Mm-hmm. And Rach, I have this very distinct and unpleasant memory where in my last year, when I was working as an anchor, uh-huh. I was pulled aside and told, you can't wear pants anymore. And I was what? like, well, that's, yes. I mean, hashtag me too. I, it didn't, you know when someone says something to you and you're like, wait, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. did, yes. Did you yes. Say that? I was told you cannot wear pants anymore. You need to wear dresses. Okay. So without getting into potential legal trouble, because water under the bridge, right? Now, right. Um, it really got me thinking. I'm a person who's most comfortable in a great pair of like pants, like pencil kind of thin pants, yeah. flat, great shoes, a great blazer, something that lots of people would consider to be traditionally masculine. Yes. And I was totally called out for it, which I'm kind of pissed off at now, right? You, you should be incredibly pissed off at. I mean, like, you can't wear pants. I mean, Your however, pants. like you're an employee of this company. And if that's that company's policy, then that's what you have to wear, right? Like if, no. Well, not in this case, you know, TV news. It wasn't like right. it's was our policy. It's like, it's not sexy enough when you dress up in a place or in pants. I think that right. was the underlying kind of thing, which kind of gets my goat. Which but- is really annoying. Yes. Because like, look, if you look back like to around that time, like that's when Hillary Clinton was rocking the pantsuit and like making it super amazing. And it didn't like... And she was getting heat, remember, for like wearing mm-hmm. pants and not wearing dresses. And it's like, who cares? Who what cares? Matter? I mean, and I don't know. I sweatpants and like um, a Bill Belichick's like hoodie with the arms of the sweatshirt cut off, you know, but like he can do that. But like, I mean, if Bill Belichick wore a dress, like more power to him. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the, you should be able, we should be able to use our clothing as a freedom of the expression of who we are, who we feel. And I don't know if it's just because of the way I'm built. I mean, I've always loved like a more masculine, air quotes, kind of vibe to my clothing. So I was thinking about that as we were getting ready. And I'm like, I would never want my children to be told that their clothing is in any way reflective of who they are inside and that they have to match according to what society tells them they should look like. I just kind of just thought of that as we were getting ready. And I'm like, yeah. mm-hmm. I hope this is the generation that blasts through some of those expectations. And if you like to, you know, be super feminine, that's great mm-hmm. too. You know, you, you, you get to do whatever you do. Do you yeah. feel more comfortable in one type of clothing or another? For sure. Like I have my like on camera wardrobe, which is like bright colors and dresses and like all the standard outfits that are requested. Like I've been on jobs where they're like, we don't want to see arms. Like we don't want to see our arms. Like, so no sleeveless shirts. So I have like medium, like three quarter and long. And it's kind of just like, I look at it as more of that's the job. I'm playing a part. I'm playing a role. It's not truly me and my personality. This isn't where I get to express my, self through clothes. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do understand where you're saying like, that would have pissed me the holy hell off if somebody was like, you can't wear pants on on (laughs) air. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. And, you know, but that was, I think also in the movie um, Bombshell, was that the one about Fox News and how they told them they all have to wear dresses and short and tight and tits out and the whole thing. And maybe it's because I have no boobs that I like never wanted to put them out. (laughs) You're chicken cut, you're chubby. Shoving chicken cutlets under the, under there and wearing the like Victoria's Secret triple push up bra, but yeah, my like tr- 
style is like jeans and a shirt. And like, I'm, I'm similar to you because like, I do like to get dressed up, but when it comes to like, I look at it more as like playing dress up where I get to wear bright colors and like funky stylish things. Um, but like in day to day, I'm like black shirt, black pants, like mm -hmm. all the black. Yes. And I'm cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm happiest truly. I wore this today as a reflection of like my uh, yes. jeans and t-shirt, cute little hairdos yes. and heels. I mean, it's fun to play with our vibe when we get dressed yeah. and we don't always have to be defined by one thing or the other. That being said, I mean, I do think it's a comfort thing these days too. So I will always For sure. And I want the blazer that Elizabeth's about to show us. I cannot wait. Okay, Rachel, okay. the best we'll lady. Bring her we'll bring on because she's so much more exciting than, um, but it's true. That's a whole nother conversation I feel like we should have about our, our of style and work and wear and how that's affected. But, and I'm sure yes. Elizabeth has a thought because she was a designer before. She is a designer, but she designed other things before stereotypes. So it'll be fun to talk to her. It's going to be great. Rachel, we'll see you on the other end. Thanks, babe. All right, let's bring in, <laughs> excuse me, Elizabeth Bruner. Like I said, she is the founder of Stereotype, a style forward blended fashion brand. Elizabeth, thank you so much for being on the show today. Good morning. Thank you for having me. It's so fun to listen to your conversation with Rachel and I can relate to so much of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Having worked in the fashion industry before <laughs> founding Stereotype, do you have any thoughts on how we are expected or supposed to look as women, especially in a professional environment like that? Well, we definitely as women get pressured to look a certain way because of the gender stereotypes that are out there and the way that we should present ourselves. So I definitely can see that, especially you having a broadcast um, background, having to look a certain way and fit into a, a certain box. So, yes, I definitely yeah. can relate to that. Yeah, I mean, and, and I know that your work with Stereotype was, was inspired by your kids and similar to you, like I think about how I want my kids to show up in the world and the amount of freedom I want them to feel in expressing who they are. And any parent wants their child to not only, you know, feel comfortable dressing, but also feel like they can be stylish no matter if they fall into these stereotypes. <laughs> to use a phrase, of girly or guy fashion. So let's start the interview by really diving into that topic in particular. Stereotype calls itself a blended fashion line. Can you explain what blended fashion is and how that might be different from something that might be termed gender neutral or unisex? Yeah, so I came up with the term blended fashion after watching my boy-girl twins uh, swap clothes and trade clothes as they started dressing themselves when they got older and really just taking so much liberty and having so much fun with their clothing. And it really got me thinking about this term blended fashion and what it, what it means. And so for me, it was really coining this phrase of kind of a free for all dressing and really having fun with dressing and having your own individual style and your own visual, and individual approach to dressing. And kids just know this instinctively, what feels good on their bodies. And for me, it was really stepping out of the way and um, not intervening when they were doing that. Yeah, we're gonna show guys as we go on the interview, so uh, some fashions kind of on the right side of the screen. Like I said, if you're listening to the podcast, you have to make sure you actually come back and watch too. These clothes are so adorable, Elizabeth. I'm wondering when you were starting with the idea that blended fashion was sort of the inspiration behind it. Were you deliberate in choosing a certain type of palette or cut or did you just kind of go with what felt right? Um, I was definitely deliberate and inspired by my own kids because they, my daughter Chloe loves wearing black. So there's a lot of black in the line. It's also very practical. Um, 
And then my son loves sparkle and loves, you know, more feminine looks. So there's a lot of, um, of sparkle in the brand, in the line as well. So it's definitely a mirror of the inspiration that I saw with my own children. And what do they say when they put them on? Do they, or are they like, oh my God, Ma, thanks for like designing a clothing line for me. <laughs> well, they were definitely a big part of the designing process. And when I was having ideas initially for the, for the line and how I wanted to develop it, I would definitely ask them, what do you think of this? Do you like this? Does this look, do you want to wear this? Does this look good on you? And, and sometimes I would leave clothing just on my clothing rack behind me and just see if they would notice if something new is there, because I often would have samples or things that I was just kind of putting together on my own. And um, I work in my, a studio on my property. And so my kids would come up and visit me and just start going through the, the rack and picking out things that that they really loved. And that was really the best kind of feedback for me was sort of hands off. What are they attracted to? What is resonating with them? What makes them feel good? So, um, so it's definitely a family business in that sense where they're a big part of uh, the development of the clothing line. Did you really see a hole in the market, a lack of options? I can tell you from a consumer's perspective that when I'm a parent and shopping and I see unisex, they tend to be clothes that, I mean, yes, they're truly can be worn by boys or girls or however people identify, but um, they, they don't always feel as stylish to me as the ones that are designated in certain sections of the store. And when I see your line, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a great marriage of style. If every design feels unique and it also truly could go either on my son or my daughter's. So were you noticing that, that hole in the market when you came up with Stereotype? I was actually, I, I remember having this epiphany when I was shopping for my kids and my, I was shopping for my daughter in the boys department and then shopping for my son in the girls department. And I remember just thinking, well, first of all, why are these departments separated? They should just be together in a kid's section. And then also, um, there's got to be a better way. And I just had this epiphany, like somebody should just design clothes that are both for boys and girls. And then, you know, I just was like, oh, that person is me. I'm a designer. So I'm going to be the one to to go in there and um, design a clothing line that's reflective of boys and girls. So tell me what your first piece was. We're showing some styles from the website as we chat here. But what was your first design to hit market? The first, well, the first design that I designed not to hit market is, is the blazer that's right here next to me. And it's such a, it's a modern take on a sweatshirt. So it's made from sweatshirt material. So it's. Oh my gosh. As if it couldn't be any better. That's amazing. We're showing it on the screen right now, guys. And yeah. You can grab it if you want to kind of show us. Okay. It's, it's just such a great, I mean, yes, I want this in my own size. I mean, look at, I would look pretty good in it, I think. Um it's so, so amazing. <laughs> so cute. It's really well made. That's another thing. I'm really proud of these, uh, the materials that we're using because they're recycled materials, but also they're really sturdy and they're well made. So they're great play clothes, but um, also give you your own unique style. Um, so like I said, this, this glitter tape is really a reflection of my son and his love for glitter and sparkle. Um, this boom box here that is a patch that is our logo. Um, well, I call this the boombox blazer. It's, it's just so fun. And it's, it's really nicely lined inside. So it's really high quality and you're going to have this piece forever and, and want to share it maybe with other people once um, your kids grow out of it. 
Oh, it's amazing. And and for anyone who's just listening, I guess the detail, like the, what kind of a collar, like a notched collar, is that what that's called, Elizabeth? Yeah, so like I highlighted the notch, exactly. So I just highlighted different pieces of the blazer that wouldn't normally be highlighted. So for me, it was, oh, let's really call out this notch. Let's And this, this image that you're showing now, the dandelion patch is really... Um, <clears throat> inspired by how fleeting childhood is, and then also just the wonder of childhood. So that's what that patch represents for me. And you'll see it repeated throughout the line is really just embracing childhood, embracing the wonder of childhood, and really just, you know, making the most of those moments with your kids when you're really noticing how much that they're lit from within. It's so true. It's a beautiful time and a very short time when kids are unaware of, um, the things that end up tainting our experiences as humans, how they how they look, what society perceives them as. And it is fleeting and brief. I was talking to our guests earlier this week. This just brought this up to mind. Um, and, and we were talking about how when you have a child, it's like the ultimate surprise box, right? We have a script in our minds of who we envision when we're told you're having a boy, you're having a girl. And a 100% of the time, the script never matches the reality. We are always dealing with a unique person in every single regard. And I don't know why that surprises us as parents so much, but um, I like that you took, you embrace who, who and how your kids like to dress rather than saying, well, no, I'm sorry, you have to do this and you have to do that. Can you talk a little bit about the freedom that comes with not only doing that with your own kids, but providing other parents the opportunity to embrace their kids as they are too? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it was certainly, you know, going back to just having a boy girl twins. I mean, as soon as people knew that we were, I was having a boy and a girl there, you know, we're so excited to get blue and pink and really just kind of get all into that. And, you know, I, that was never my, um, I don't know, my vibe. I was just happy to have a boy and a girl and excited to be a parent. And then just watching them sort of develop their own style um, without intervening was really important for me. And then just having the opportunity to um, just be present and observe moments when they're picking things out that really feel good on their bodies. So for me, it was really just about being very conscious of the fact that my kids are capable of picking out their own clothes and to not be afraid of my son, for instance, wanting to wear a dress or a skirt. Um, you know, some of those insecurities really showed up for me um, when he started people started pointing out to him that he was a boy and he should not be wearing a skirt or a dress because he was a boy. And he would come home and tell me, you know, I was playing dress up today at school and a boy came up to me and I put a dress on and told me I, I can't wear a dress because I'm, I'm a boy. And, you know, just feeling that, you know, kind of sadness in myself, just that I don't want anybody to tell my child what they can and cannot wear. And so for me, it was really a journey of, okay, if I'm afraid of something that my child is going to experience, it's really about me. It's not about my, my son or my daughter who loves to wear camo and black and she loves Batman. Those are really insecurities more about me. So it was really just, you know, taking the time to think about, are these constructs coming from outside of me or do they mean something inside of me? And, and really just kind of unraveling that so that I could step out of the way and let my children be whoever they needed to be in front of me. That's exactly what um, a parent teen coach that I talked with earlier this week 
said, she said, it's uh, when I talk to parents and we deal with these issues of expectations versus reality of what their children want or who they are. She said, I start with the parent because it's usually about what level of comfort they have based around this. She said, there's not a mistake in the kid. It's just a glitch in how we process. So hearing you say that is really revelatory in a way. And it, it it's very self-aware because, um, you know, that's ultimately what it, what it sounds like it comes down to is just, you know, you meet your kid where they are in every regard. So I love that you made something beautiful out, out of it. I'm looking at the me is all I want to be t-shirt behind you. Can we hold that up and show that off too? Yeah, because well, I can get it closer to you. It is, um, ah. <laughs> so cute. That picture online is so cute. Is that like it's, a shiny kind of, is there some shine on the letters there? Yes. It's a metallic um, print. Um, it's also, yeah, it's, it's the tagline. So this is me is all I want to be really just sums up the whole idea behind stereotype, which is being proud of who you are and, and feeling celebrated for who you are. And I really want to highlight in my own kids that they're both so unique. They're both so different. They're both such great kids that, um, you know, for, for to have this as the tagline really, like I said, sums up the whole brand. So this is one of uh, four graphics that are, are available right now on the website. And they're they're going fast, but they are such great shirts. And um, I know, Sunny, you have one on the way. So I can't wait to see them yes. on your, your child. We and are going to take a picture. I know. I was like, do you have an adult <laughs> This is my official call to you, Elizabeth, to put an adult line out. And I, yes. I will be your son. <laughs> but yes. we're going to take a picture. So make sure you guys follow on Instagram. So we're going to do a fun giveaway, too. So when that arrives, I'll get in the picture with my little one and, and, and get a great photo. And we'll do the giveaway. So thank you for doing that with us. Absolutely. I'm happy to. So you guys also make... Thing, everything in the U.S., you have sustainable and recyclable products, non-toxic prints. Can you talk about why that element of the business was important, too? Well, you know, I started out in having my own fashion line before a stereotype called Piece by Piece. And that fashion line was really all about um, recycle and reuse of sample fabrics that normally get tossed um, after each season. So um, after I graduated from college in 2007, I decided to start collecting these fabrics and making use of them. So that was sort of my first taste of, um, you know, having a sustainable line and, and reusing um, products that would normally get um, tossed uh, out into the dump. So for me, it the, this line is a reflection of that repeated with using recycled materials, trying to have everything made here in the U.S., which it is. And I'm very proud. Things are made in San Francisco. Things are sourced locally. And then also just being a parent and being a busy mom. I want to be close to my kids. I don't want to travel or have to go to China or go elsewhere to have things made. So things are made locally to fit my life and to fit my family's life so that um, I can really just do everything that I want to do and build the business the way I want to build it. I love it. I love the um, ethical approach. Let's go through some of the other line. Um, we yes. show the blazer, which is amazing. Show the t-shirt. We have a very cool, is it a cape slash skirt, right? So it's kind of multi-use. Yes, it's a, it's a two for one, which is uh, great. And it was inspired by my kids when um, I was going shopping with them for Halloween and my daughter wanted to be Batman and my son wanted to be Elsa. And really just like, wow, there really should be an item that is a reflection of both. So you can wear it as a skirt, you can wear it as a cape, a superhero cape, and it's super versatile. It's it's an accessory and it's so fun. I mean, as you see in these pictures, they really can be worn multiple ways. 
my kids love this piece. They wear it all the time. Um, it's it's going to be a big a big seller for sure because it's just it has so many ways that you can wear it. So I'm excited about this piece. I love this neon striping on this one. Is that all the same? Is the I saw like the purple kind of pattern on one side. Is the stripe also part of that same one or are they two different styles? It is. So the one that the picture that you're seeing now is the actual skirt cape. This is a sample that I have, so it's not quite up with all the details. But, um, but the, what you're seeing in the photos is exactly what uh, will be produced. It's so, yeah, it's so cute over leggings. So cute over leggings, so cute over shorts, so cute over jeans. I mean, it really just goes, and then just wearing it. I mean, I it putting it on the kids during the shoot was so fun because it was just like, what are they going to do? Are they going to twirl? Are they going to jump? You know, they, they all had different reactions to putting it on and a lot of twirling, a lot of fun. Um, it's just, it's just such a great, fun, versatile piece. I feel like good clothes, um, they don't only make you feel good, but you feel good and comfortable wearing them. Like the worst thing is when you put on an item of clothing, especially if thinking as a woman, like anything like too restrictive, you just want to like stand still all night. But like seeing the models, the kid models on your site, living in these clothes is like testament to how fun they are to wear. And I love that that's, that that's part of your brand. Um, okay. The beanie. Can we check out the beanie? Yes, there, here is the beanie, which I wish it fit me. Um, I've tried to fit my head in this beanie and it just, just <laughs> so I, I, I agree that an adult line um, would be necessary in order for me to wear any of these clothes, um, which I also love. So yeah, this is the beanie. I also have a baseball cap, which is super cute, again, in kid sizes. Um, and these will be available on the site in the next two weeks. Right now we just have the, the graphic tees and these are coming up next. So these are just fun additions to the, the clothing line I'm really excited about. Perfect, and the active pants, that's one more style that we wanted to check out as well. These active pants are so cute. Okay, first of all, they're lined with a Lycra spandex. So they're super cozy and soft on the inside. The fabric is very, very durable. It has these great black panels with the highlight of the glitter tape which, you know, again, is a reflection of my son and the black reflection of my daughter. So there's really just a lot of um, great style in these pants and they, they can be worn all the time. And my kids, again, they love these pants. Um, my son will often just roll them, roll them up until they're short. So um, oh gosh, cute. <laughs> they're really fun. And again, tell me about the, the hoodie that we're seeing here. It's like a zip up that says stereo. It's like a black zip hoodie with the with yes. the word stereo on the front that's now, adorable that's adorable and that was actually one of my earlier pieces that I developed with um, the tape around the hood and the glitter tape on the pockets and and really it's really just they're very basic pieces they're very wearable they're just some of the details are changed and highlighted and for me it was really about blending both boy and girl and making these pieces look great on both genders and and I really feel like I accomplished that yeah, you did. It's really cool. It's very cool. It's like the word I keep going back to. I feel like I would love to like send my kids into their closet and have something that's like a great staple set of items that they could put things together from in your line is that like, I feel like they play well together, all the things that you make, which is awesome. Um, tell us about your capsule collect, not capsule collection, but the next capsule of items that are going to be available. So if you go to Stereotype Kids right now, we see the t-shirts that are up in the shop, but more is coming in very soon, right? More is coming. So you'll see the athletic pants, all the items that we that I've shown here today and that have been reflected in the photos that you're sharing will be available for purchase mid-April. So 
if you, you're interested, definitely head over to the website and sign up for the newsletter so we can get you in the queue for these pieces. Love it. And tell me, what have you been hearing back from parents, Elizabeth? I'm sure selling clothing, like you're always getting feedback, positive, negative, neutral. What are people saying to you about what you're putting out? I'm getting a lot of positive feedback and a lot of um, affirmation for what I'm doing, which really helped me feel the line as I was developing it. I've heard parents um, and just and any adult really saying, I, I wanted to wear um, camo when I was a little girl, but my mother wouldn't let me. She made me wear dresses or I wish this line was around when I was a kid or when my kids were little, because it really is reflective of things that I would like to have had for them. Um, one gentleman told me he wanted to wear pink his whole life and recently just bought pink shoes because he felt like he was old enough and, and could make that decision for himself. But because it was such a feminine color, he never felt comfortable wearing it. And just people that are really excited about breaking down some of these invisible barriers that we surround ourselves with unconsciously or subconsciously um, and and having a new way of dressing and expressing yourself. And, and that's super exciting for me and, mm -hmm. and for my kids. Yeah. What do you want to tell any other parents out there who might not want to listen to their child when they say they want to dress in a way that goes against what the parent thinks should happen? Do you have any thoughts or any advice you would share with a parent in that situation? I would say, you know, don't be afraid of it. It doesn't you, try not to label your kids because when you label your kids, you limit them. And really what you want to do is support your kids and they want to be supported and feel seen as we all do. So for me, it was really about taking time and doing some self-reflection on are these beliefs something I still believe now, which, you know, which could be societal, could be familial, could be cultural. Um, and do they still resonate with me? And do I want them to resonate with my child? If my child is showing me that um, she loves wearing black and camouflage and loves dinosaurs, if I'm pushing against that, why is that? Is that my fear? Is that something coming from me or for my child? Um, so for me, it's really been um, a journey of self-reflection and also being open-hearted to my kids and what they need. Um, I definitely feel like it's my moral responsibility to see the whole child before me and to support the whole child before me. That's just how I want to raise my kids. Well, that's wonderful. And I'm just so grateful that you took time to show us what you have at Stereotype, what you've been working on, what's coming up. Um, is there anything else we can ask Elizabeth about where we can track you down or find out more information about these incredible styles? Yes. Please follow us on Instagram. We show a lot of photos there and all the upcoming um, products that are launching. Head over to our website and all the social channels. And we, we would love to see the stereotype clothing on you. Can't wait to see them on you, Sunny, and your children. And then yes. also anybody else that has purchased the T-shirts or that are purchasing other items, please take photos and tag us. We would love to repost. Yeah, you guys are doing such good stuff, Elizabeth. I can't wait to check back with you in like another year and just see how this has blown up everywhere. Yes. So thank you so, so much. Thank, thank you, you for sharing your clothes and your story with us. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Okay, see you soon. All right, let's bring back on producer Rachel. Gosh, Rach, why do I want everything from that line? Do you think I could like, <laughs> do you think I could fit into a kid's like double XL or something? Because it's adorable. Oh no, we lost your audio.
It's because I muted myself because the dog was barking because I'm at a bingo. Road, I'm, I'm I'm on a road trip right now, so I'm that's why this background looks yes. really dark and and dreary. Very but dramatic. that's not important. <laughs> this was the best angle I could get. Um. So anyway, the clothing is amazing. I'm super obsessed with the skirt cape situation mm -hmm. um, and the blazer, and I just love hearing that. This is where Elizabeth is at with um, her mindset of, of telling her kids, like, you can wear what you want, but of how it was her own journey of self-reflection of like, is this me or is this my kids? And that is something that you've said that has been um, a theme on the previous interview, the bonus episode that came out this week of like, it's really about you, the individual. It's never really about the kids. And it's yeah, really been the theme that we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks with all these very wide variety of topics yes. that have, and the common thread Go ahead. What are you going to say? No, I'm looking up the episodes. Keep going because yeah. I noted the same thing that there were th our last three episodes, the concept of um, self-awareness and mm -hmm. uh, personal react, owning our own personal reaction. And these yeah. are such different topics. Like, hold on, I'm, I'm going to tell you what they were. And it always was about that. It was about what does this say? The way I'm reacting says more about me than it does the other person. Now, is that always the case? Of course, like if someone is it a cold-blooded killer? No, it's not you. But I mean, most it was emotional eating, how we mm -hmm. talked about digging into our big feelings and what's motivating that. Um, oh, maternal mental health. Remember we did the yes. mom rage episode and she, yes. the woman we had on the doctor said, um, look inside, right? right? Look inside at how you're, it's just, it's shocking. Right. Really. Like if you're raging at your kids, it's really not about the kids. It's about you and what you aren't processing and what you aren't getting or what you need or what you need to work on. It's all just all of it like the, those topics are so different and even to what we're talking about today we're talking about fashion for children and it's like it's still about the parent and, and making the decision of like what kind of person am i and how am i gonna let my kids work on what they, and be who they want to be which is exact like everything elizabeth is doing is exactly a physical representation of what um, she felt and has felt and is putting out in her own personal experience, just like the shirt says, like me is all I want to be. And really kids and adults, that's all we strive for mm -hmm. is figuring out how to be ourselves in the best way possible in this, in this wild world we live in. Yeah. And you know, when you give your kids that, like you give them the ability, you give them the armor to go through the world with a little less not a little less hurt, but a little less questioning, a little less um, unsure, unsurety or whatever the word is. I mean, you're giving them strength by yeah. allowing them to say, this is, this is me. Um, this is how I'm going to choose to show up in the world. You can like it or you can not like it, but it, it gives them that. And it just, I mean, gosh, this is with the eating episode we did last week too. I, I look at these topics and I'm like the world that we send our children into and, and the potential for destruction of their self-confidence and their self-awareness is just massive, right? Like not to oh, be yeah. down, but um, all of these issues really underscore our need as parents to not tell people, our kids, who they are, but to allow them, ask them the questions that, that allow them to reach that place on their own, because we're doing them no favors when we tell them how to be, I mean, again, we have to tell them basic manners and stuff, but you know, right. or who they are. We, we, they know who they are. I've said that from the beginning from yeah. having our 
first child, our son, eight years ago. Yeah, they they come into the world who they are, essentially, right? We refine them. We we teach them manners. We teach them how to brush their teeth. But um, it's just the never ceases to just give me joy as, uh, with parenthood and just looking at these people that just came into the world who they are. And like, I can bang my head up against a wall and say, well, I think you should this and be like this. And then it doesn't matter. God made them who they are and we work with it. And yeah. we, we help them thrive within that. So. Oh yeah. And it's gotta be frustrating for parents today when you are, you know, looking at, I think the term is called like fast fashion and mm -hmm. I might be wrong with that, but like, that's what you see at big box stores and easily affordable clothing and you go in and, you know, I do a whole lap when I'm in Target, uh, not an ad, but like when I'm in Target, you know, I do a whole lap around the store because I just makes me feel good to look at home wares and everything. And I end up always walking behind the kids clothing because that's up at the front. And I look at it at, out of just pure curiosity. And it's like all pink and like, I'm a girl or like all these weird phrases. And I remember not too long ago, Sunny, you saw a um, lunchbox or something at Target of like, it's my cheat day. Was that what it was? Yes. Oh my God. Can we talk and about this? This is when I went viral and I wanted right. to scream. Yes. So it was actually it was for girls. Tell the. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. So it was a Nordstrom rack. And, you know, this isn't a call out on Nordstrom. No. Because there are so many retailers that sell this stuff, but it kind of is a call out on the, whoever made this box. So it was a, um, I was in line checking out and I'm not in like easily triggered kind of person, whatever. I, I deal with a lot of weird shit on the daily, but yeah. it was this pink lunchbox with gold glitter and it said cheat day. And I said, hmm, well, that doesn't look like, I snapped a picture and I was with my sister at the time. She was not ruffled. She's like, who cares? I'm like, I just don't like what that's telling my daughter about diet culture, you know? I lost it. It just, so I snapped a picture and I, I kind of put out this quick Facebook post. It went viral. Like I was on the Daily Mail, Good Morning America, the Today Show. I mean, everything, this mm -hmm. post went viral because to me, and I don't care if people think, think this means I'm, I'm a snowflake or I'm someone, I'm not really truly, so many horrible things have been said to me and I've laughed at them, but it triggered me because our girls already have so many things that they battle going into this world. We have people imagery telling them what they should look like, how they should behave, the jobs that they'll be best in, what to not even waste your time on, that it just, it made me lose it. And so the official response from uh, either the company or Nordstrom was, it's an adult lunchbox. And I was like, well, no one's showing up to a boardroom with a pink and gold glitter lunchbox, right? It's just not. So that's fine. No. And like the company line. And like my cheat day food's going to fit in there. Like my <laughs> pint of ice cream and my pizza is going to fit in that lunchbox for an adult. Bullshit. I call BS. I call okay. BS. Listen, it's not even doing what it's supposed to do, okay? Exactly. Uh, can't report that. Cancel that, right? Like, not like we're part of cancel culture or anything, but like, oh, God. Like, let's stop making that lunchbox and let's make more of the shirts that Elizabeth is putting out of like, me is all I want to be those are the messages we want to be putting out there. Like, you know, these are the kinds of things we want our kids, not like I have kids, but kids of the world to be like, this is what I want to be drawn to and where and, and talk about that at school instead of like girl power. I mean, yes, there is reason to also 
embody the power of a girl and a woman, right? And like, but where's the like boy power? You know, is that that's like I'm a man muscle flex. Like, no, like what's the opposite, you know? And I understand there's a lot of other things that go with separate genders and the battles, like you're saying, that women have to overcome and and things that we have to deal with on the daily of how we're supposed to look and feel. And like we talked about wearing, you can't wear a dress on TV, you know, and it's It's just uh, breaking those down. Yeah, exactly. And just because you believe that women should have Women, girls, boys should have the ability to dress however they want. This doesn't mean that people can't embrace being feminine one day, traditionally right. feminine in their garb and more masculine than I like you do you. You find what you find who you are and let that let that lead the way. So gosh, I feel like we could just talk about this forever. I know. An amazing guest. I'm holding so good. breath for the adult line. I'm I am so excited for her and her future and to get all of this out there and we'll be the first ones wearing that adult line and you're you're going to be squeezing yourself into a kid's XL. So um, everybody stay tuned for that. Um, We might be wearing um, a high-waisted jean or a skirt, you know, but um, we're going to make it work and Elizabeth's going to be like, oh my God. Sunny is going to be the new adult model for all the XL size of the clothes, you know? <laughs> You'll see, like me out of frame on all the kids' pictures like this. Right. And the kids are- <laughs> oh my goodness. Exactly. But I mean, we laugh, but this is the truth, you know? Like, I wish this was there for me as a kid. Cause I remember, I'm pretty sure my mom was anti pink. Like, she refused to put me in anything pink because. Now, I don't know that it, it was like as forward thinking as because of this like breaking down gender stereotypes. I think she just hated the color pink. <laughs> it was um, a personal thing. Yeah, it was more of a personal thing. And so there was nothing in my closet that was pink. And then when I got older, I was like, I actually like, I love pink. Look at my nails. My nails are hot pink. Like, like cute. I Sometimes I'm in a mood to wear something pink, you know? And she was like, ugh. Are you wearing pink? You know, I hate pink. I'm like, well, shut up, mom. Right? (laughs) Yeah, you can hate exactly. You got to do what's what's works for you. Yeah, and it's like okay, so you know, there there's that there's that side of the coin. Um, I get it. You're the mom. You get to decide what you have to look at your child wearing every day to some degree. Like I understand. I guess, but I always but, say the biggest joke of parenthood is thinking you're in control because you are not in control. Like you're in control of like day-to-day activities and how you discipline them. But if you think for one second that what you think about the color pink is going to have any impact on, it's just, they are who they are. So like, let them be, give them, right. give them the little bumpers, put up the little bowling alley bumpers in life and like, let them be. Let them yeah. do their thing. And parents are going to be who they're going to be, right? Like there's only True. so much you can do to help parents be self-aware. And and that's why you do this work. And that's why, you know, Elizabeth does her work. And that's why we have these conversations to try to open up the minds and get people thinking, um, you know, in a different way and, right. and, and helping grow as, as humans. Yeah. We, we always say you do you. Everybody do you. Just be nice to everybody. Yeah. All right, Rach, thank you so, so much. As Rachel mentioned, guys, if you go to my Instagram this week, we're going to be doing the giveaway with Stereotype Kids. So they have these adorable me is all I want to be t-shirts. Elizabeth showed us during the interview and they'll be on my Instagram. So follow me at Sunny Abada. The spelling is right there on the bottom. S-O-N-N-I. 
A-B-A-T-T-A, not Sonia. People call me Sonia all the time. I don't know why. It's sunny. So make sure you follow on Instagram. Please also leave a rating and or review on the podcast. That goes such a long way in helping this information get out to people who might find it useful, entertaining, helpful. So go ahead and do that. Super simple on Apple Podcasts. Just click the five stars and leave a review if you can as well. Guys, thank you so much for spending some time with me this week, this um, episode two of this week. And we'll see you on wegotatalk.com with a bunch of goodness in the meantime. Have a good one, guys. See you soon.